opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the content creators and should not be assumed to reflect product endorsements or the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Okay. Hi, good morning, everybody. I'm Janine. Um, welcome to Wake, Make, and Bake. Happy, happy morning to everyone on ACB and 98.6 The Mix. Um, today we'll be making pumpkin cookies with white chips. Um, <clears throat> this call is all about, we will have the ingredients, we will make it, we will bake it, and then we'll eat it by the time we are done in this hour. Um, I think that's really, really important. You'll get such a sense of accomplishment and then you'll have yummy cookies for today or the week and we'll talk about freezing. So, I mean, you don't wanna eat the whole batch unless you do. So yeah, we're gonna do that today. Um, I have a fabulous host, uh, it's Herbie. So he's gonna tell you all the alty things and then we'll go from there. All right. Good morning, everyone. If you would like to participate at any time, first of all, make sure you've hit that got it button. Otherwise, you don't got it and you won't be able to talk. To raise your hand at any time, if you're on the PC, Alt-Y, on the Mac, Option-Y. If you are on a smart device, it is under more. And if you're on the telephone, keypad, star nine. To mute and unmute. And we do ask that you remain muted unless you were, of course, cooking along with Janine. On the PC, it is Alt-A. On the Mac, Command-Shift-A. If you're on a smartphone, it is on the bottom left. And if you're on a tablet, it is in the middle. And finally, on your telephone keypad, star six to mute and unmute. Awesome. Thanks, Herbie. Okay, so uh, we're making pumpkin spice cookies. Um, I, yeah, um, you will need, um, I, I hope you saw all the ingredients, but... Um, you will need a bowl to put your dry ingredients in. And then I use a stand mixer. We were talking about, um, we've talked about the benefits of a hand mixer before or your nice wooden spoon like your mom used to use um, and a bowl. But I use a stand mixer, a KitchenAid mixer um, for me because hand I have neuropathy and um, it's challenging for me to use the spoon to stir a lot. So let's go over the ingredient list first, and then we will start making and baking. Well, first we should turn the oven on. Yes. The first thing we're going to do is turn the oven on to 300. So let me do that. I didn't do that yet. Um, okay. Okay. There we go. Well, it's fine. We'll turn it down. Thank you. Okay, so um, I have a lovely assistant. Your name is going to be assistant today. Okay. <laughs> you have eyes. So can you please read us the ingredients? Two and one quarter cups all-purpose flour. Mm -hmm. One teaspoon pumpkin pie spice. One quarter teaspoon baking soda. Excuse me, one half teaspoon baking soda. <laughs> one cup unsalted butter. One and a half cups packed brown sugar one cup solid packed pumpkin puree, two eggs, one tablespoon vanilla extract, and two cups white chocolate chips. Oh, there and, you go. And some people, the recipe calls for pecans, but we're not putting pecans in. You could put pecans or raisins, but I'm not very nutty. I mean, so I don't put nuts inside most of the things I bake. Okay, cool. So the first thing we're going to do, um, any questions on the ingredient list? Raise your hand. Are you baking with me? Let me know that. If not, that's cool too. 
I'll give you a second to everybody raise your hand and I adjusted the other. Thank you. Okay, so I'm so glad we're all baking. Okay, so the first thing we're going to do is measure um, two and a quarter cups flour into um, a glass bowl, a, a, a wooden bowl, whatever bowl you want to put it in. And then you're going to add one teaspoon of pumpkin pie spice. Now, pumpkin Spice spice is a lot different than just cinnamon or cloves. It has like three or four spices in it and it gives things a little bit more kick. It, it's just a different thing. But let me teach you a trick. The Starbucks, the pumpkin pie stuff at Starbucks, you can have all year by just using pumpkin pie spice. It, that's all it is um, in a syrup form. But you could do that to a lot of the things that you cook. Waffles, um, waffles, pancakes cupcakes, lots of things. So, okay, pumpkin pie spice, and then um, a quarter, a half of teaspoon of baking powder. Baking powder, baking soda. baking soda, sorry, baking soda. Baking soda is different than baking powder. You don't want to use the baking powder, just baking soda today. Okay, so you're going to put those in um, your bowl and then swish them around. I like to use spatulas. I just got a brand new spatula. It um, has a wood handle and on the rubber tip, it's, it says, Hey y'all, I'm very excited. And the etching in it says Paula Dean. I just bought it in Georgia last week from vacation. So I'm using my new spatula today. I'm very excited. So I have my dry ingredients. So now we're going to do the wet ingredients. Um, the wet slash, yes. So I'm going to put the bowl to the side and put the lid back on the flour because, you know, um, you want to, when you use a flour, I know some people keep it in the bag and then they put the bag in a canister. For me, I have really old school containers from, from, um, when I, from, growing uh, from, when, from my, from when I was growing up, um, they're green. I know they're green from when I could see and they have edges and they have flowers and they, they the lids go on and they seal. So I keep my flour and sugar in those and they stay on the counter. So um, my flour stays in there. So there's no bugs. Um, you want to make sure that you don't get any of those little black bugs in your flour. Okay. So um, we're done with the flour for now. Next, we're going to mix the other thing. Any questions so far? Hey, we're good so far. Okay, so now in my other thing I'm mixing. You probably don't need to try. Uh, okay, well, okay, thank you. One tip is to put all the stuff you need on a tray so everything's laid out for you so you know where everything is and it's contained on a restaurant tray. You can buy them at Ikea or Walmart or sometimes a dollar store or maybe you can get one from your division of blind services or if you're in a rehabilitation school, or maybe at convention, they'll sell them. I'm not sure, but I bought mine from Ikea, and then I bought from Amazon. I don't know exactly the ones I use, but I have different colors for different contrasts because um, I have 5% vision. So I can see black on white and white on black. I can see the contrast, but if you're a total... Um, <clears throat> which I know a few of you are, then everything's just contained in that one tray and that should help. So there's a tip. Okay, so next we will put the brown sugar in. 
Um, how much brown sugar was it again? Brown sugar, one and a third cups packed brown sugar. One and a third. We did not take the third cup. Yes. You said only a fourth cup. Oh, we don't have it. Mm, I was prepared. Okay. So one and a third brown sugar. That's not too much for all these cookies. I know this makes like a bunch of dozens. It says it makes 18 cookies or three dozen. Only three dozen cookies? <clears throat> that what it says. Wait, three dozen is not 18. Three I dozen know. is 36. This make, that makes no it sense. It says servings, 18. Oh, 18. So if you make three dozens, I guess they think you You're get... You're going to eat six cookies. I'm not going to eat six cookies. Well, maybe. So, okay. Um, which is the line for the third? Looks one and a half. I mistaken. One and a half cups. That's what I thought. This is the half. I laid all my measuring cups out before. That's a trick for me that I do is I take my measuring cups and I lay them out. There are different measuring cups too. There's the Pyrexy ones. The Pyrexy ones. The Pyrex are glass ones. Those are good for liquid measuring. And then you use like the cup ones that are like half cups or ovals or squares or whatever for dry ingredients. And I've noticed it does make a difference to use the dry and the wet. <clears throat> I never thought it did, but then when I was in a cooking class and a, a rehab school, someone told a rehab school, um, I saw the difference. So, okay. So one and a quarter cup brown, one and a one half, half, one and a half cups brown sugar. Good thing we have the real recipe. And if you need the recipe, please email us at acbcooks at gmail.com and we'll get you the recipe. And then one cup of butter. One cup of butter, which means two sticks. Two sticks, not two cubes. This is big. So you get the box of butter and then there's four sticks for a box. Um, I have softened butter um, because I knew I was doing this. I would always recommend when you are making cake, or when you're making cookies to, to take out the butter beforehand so it's not hard. Now, if you're making pie crust, you, um, I would really suggest to use hard cold butter, but while you're making these cookies and stuff softened, it's really good. So um, that's one and here's two. Now, um, butter comes in parchment paper. I don't know if you guys know that, but butter comes in parchment paper. So when you peel the butter, um, when you open the butter, the stick of butter, you now have this parchment paper. Now, what, yes, Janine, we get that. Well, what do I do with that? So you take this little paper where you took the butter off and you take this and you butter your cookie sheets with it. Instead of spraying your cookie sheets, you use, I lost my spatula. Um, it's on my tray. No, no. Okay. Um, you use these, these parchment papers with butter on them, and that way you grease your cookie sheets or your fudge or your whatever, or if you're making a turkey in your, what something in your crock pot and it's like a roast and it can't touch the side, you can put these butter um, parchment papers between your meat and the side of the, the crock pot. And so you'll have butter, and a parchment paper that's small. Like you can always cut it too. I also recommend um, with these parchment papers with the butter on them that you take off the butter because um, you're using the butter. But when you do them, you could freeze them if you don't want to use them for the recipe that you're doing. I throw them out. Yes, please. Right then. So that's my tip. 
is save your parchment paper that is on the butter. It, it's really, it's useful and you can butter things that way um, without spraying with an aerosol can or whatever. I, I don't spray with aerosol cans anymore. I butter things and use silicone pads. Okay, so we put two sticks of butter in, which is a cup. We put one and a half cups of brown sugar. Now we are going to put- the now, now you're going to mix that. I am going to you're mix You're going that. to cream the butter and the sugar. Oh, am I? Yeah. Okay. That's good to know. I'm going to cream now. Any questions so far? How are we doing so far? Any hands raised, Harvey? Questions, comments? There are currently no raised hands. Okay, perfect. Okay, so we're going to cream the butter and sugar so you'll get to hear that. Okay. Okay. I can tell by the sound that that is creamed. Okay. Um, if you can't, you would pick up, you would touch it. It's a little hard and it's formed together and mixed. It's a big clump of sugar and butter. Okay, fabulous. Now, so now you're going to the beat egg. in the pumpkin oh. pie puree. The pumpkin pie puree? Oh, yes. Which we have that you, in the use, uh, you use one cup solid pack pumpkin puree. One cup pumpkin pie puree. So I'm going to scoop it from the um, can that I opened. Now, there's lots of can openers. We, let's talk can openers for a minute. Um, I, I would like my tray back that you moved, please. <laughs> Thank you, assistant. Um, I will be taking and scooping out of the can um, with my spatula into my one cup measuring. But um, <clears throat> there's lots of can openers. Now there's the handheld one that you just put on and you squeeze it um, with the little like church key and then you squeeze it around and it's metal and it opens and then you flip the lid. Um, there's the KitchenAid one with the bigger handle. There's one from Pampered Chef, which is really cool that you open. Really I got it. It's fine. Okay. I got it. Um, I know I'm, I'm explaining kennel openers. Um, you, you can attach it and it goes around the edge. So it takes the whole top of your can off. There's also an electric can opener that there's a magnet that attaches to your can and then it goes and it opens and then it takes the metal out. I found since I can't see, that's a little tricky. There's also this battery operated one that I just saw. I didn't buy one yet. That's going to be, it's on my wish list, but it's like 20 or $25 and you attach it to the top of your can and you press a button and it goes and it's a battery operated electric can opener to open it. Now I'm not that fancy yet. I, I'm trying to not buy all the gadgets that I love and want because um, I have a gadget buying problem. Oh, it's electric, we'll tell you. <laughs> buy all the gadgets after we talk about them. So yeah, so um, this, I opened my can the old fashioned way with the one where you squeeze it and you crank the handle. And uh, yeah, and now I'm scooping it with my new spatula into my one cup measuring. I'm going to level it with my finger because, you know, fingers, my fingers are clean. 
um, or my spatula. And then, so it's one cup only. Yep. And we're going to dump it in. Um, and then make sure you scoop it all out of the cup because some of pumpkin sticks, you're going to put that inside your mixing bowl. Do I mix it now? Yes. Okay. And then I add the eggs. That's weird. Yep. You're okay. supposed to beat in the pumpkin pie mm -hmm. and then you beat in the eggs and the vanilla. Okay. So then we'll add to it. So let's listen to this really fast. Okay, so I think it's, okay, those are mixed. Now let's talk about eggs, um, cracking eggs. Um, I know that my friend Herbie and Courtney and I have all talked about cracking eggs, but if you're new to our cooking calls and we've never talked about cracking eggs, this is how I crack my eggs. So there, there are many ways you can crack your eggs into a bowl or cup or container and then feel with your finger to make sure there's no shells in there. There's egg separators if you just need the egg whites or yolks. Um, those are a little tricky to maneuver. Um, for me, I just crack it and put it in because I'm really confident that I'm not going to get any shells inside. But if you need that extra added layer um, of confidence and you're not sure that that would help. So I crack it on the side of my can, my table, my bowl, and then I just pull it apart and let it drop in. So we're going to do that with one egg. I mix my eggs in always one at a time because usually that's what cookie recipes say to do. And, and this is cookie. So yeah, any egg questions while I'm cracking the egg? Okay, so I'm taking my finger and I'm going around the edge of the cracked egg and I can feel that there's no split. Um, eggshell. So I know that there's no eggshell inside these cookies. Any questions? Yes, no, maybe. Okay. Awesome. So that's the second egg. The vanilla is supposed to go in at the same time. Oh, is it? Oh, sorry. The vanilla. Okay. One tablespoon. One tablespoon vanilla. I like vanilla a lot. Where you put them? Yes. A tablespoon seems like a lot. But okay, well, it says it. I double checked. I got it. So I usually buy my vanilla from a um, a big market store like Sam's, BJ's, Costco, because I, <laughs> I cook a lot. I have found when you buy the little bottles, they really <coughs> only have like two teaspoons in there or three teaspoons. It's not enough, and that vanilla is like four dollars a thing. This big one, I forgot how much it costs, but yeah. And I have friends that have gone to Mexico and bring me their vanilla. I like that. So I have a huge bottle of that vanilla. I, I have a bunch of vanillas. Okay. One tablespoon of vanilla. I'm going to dump that in there. And I'm going to mix it up.
So in here we have, I probably shouldn't talk while it's mixing. I will scrape the side of the bowl. So I have the spatula for that one. It's in the pumpkin. It. It's in the pumpkin. Okay, thank you. Um, okay, so in here we have one and a half cups of brown sugar, one cup of pumpkin, a one tablespoon of um, vanilla. Um, and a teaspoon of pumpkin pie spice and two sticks of butter. So that's within there. So right now I just scraped the sides of my bowl to make sure all the wet goes down to the bottom of the bowl. I, I love spatulas. Spatulas are like one of my favorite kitchen things. I love them. They're epic. Ah, uh, yes, two eggs. So now you beat the flour mixture until just combined. Mm -hmm. Anybody have any questions? Today is like a no question day. No one's cooking. No, no, they have questions. They'll ask them later, maybe. Or not. So the dry mixture is two and a quarter cup of flour, a table, a teaspoon of pumpkin pie spice, and a half, a quarter, half, half, a half. Um, teaspoon, baking teaspoon soda. of baking soda. So anyway, okay. So I am very lucky and I have this pouring bowl type thing. It has a spout. So I spout some in and then I mix it and then I'll spout some more in and I'll mix it. I love this um, bowl that's like a watering can. Um, it's from Pampered Chef. A lot of my cooking tools are from Pampered Chef. I, I buy a lot of cooking tools. I, I realize not everybody buys cooking tools, but uh, instead, there's a lot of things I give up for cooking tools. I make choices, you know? Okay. So I just dumped the rest of the dries in and I'm going to mix this up. Whoopsie. Yeah. If you put the dry in too fast, the flour might fly out. Just saying and get on your phone that you're leading a Zoom class with. Okay, so I've mixed the, all the dries and the wets together. I'm gonna lift it up and kind of feel it with my hand and see how it is. I'm going to use my spatula and go around the side and make sure it all gets in there and all mixed together. Mm-hmm. These taste really, really good. I didn't, I didn't expect these two, but um, my, my future mother. No, someone gave me these cookies and I really like them. And then I, I wanted to make them because we can make them in the time on this call. So I'm very excited. Okay, so I think we're all mixed. Okay, so now I'm going to add, um, I'm going to add the bag of white chocolate chips. But, but that's the bag, I'll breathe the ounces. That's, that's the ounces, it's a bag of white chocolate chips. How many ounces is a bag of chocolate chips? 
I don't know. Um, it doesn't say. I I can measure them, but I know usually, oh, wait, here usually the bag is two cups. 12 ounces. Well, so that's a cup and a half. I, I realize that, but we don't need two cups of white chocolate in these. What? This whole bag is enough. Okay. You, if you want to cut down or you don't like chocolate that much, you can put less chocolate. It says two cups. It also said one bag. No, it doesn't say one bag. It just says two cups. And would you like me to measure them? Would they make you happy? You're making them. You do what you want I'll to do. I'll measure it just for safety, for whatever you say. Here, we'll measure them. Okay. <clears throat> so here's one cup. I got it. Now I'm spilling. That's because all the dough's there. Okay, one cup. And just so you know, you now have two raised hands. Awesome. Um, let me finish measuring and putting these chocolate chips in, and then we will take them, okay? I have to concentrate on the chocolate chips because I was spilling, and I don't usually spill. Hey, look. You see? Almost. Yeah, and then there's more left in the bag. So okay. uh, a bag of chips that you buy from the store is two cups. I Even though it says 12 ounces, it's two cups. Like when you grate cheese, eight ounce grated cheese, if you buy Parmesan and you grate it, you're going to get more from that block than just the block of eight ounces. Okay, great. Let's take questions, Harvey. Danette, you are up. Lucy, you are on deck. Okay, so when you're mixing it together, like when you added in yeah, your no. your um your dry ingredients, did you did you use your electric a mixer or did you use your spatula? Um, when I added the dry ingredients to the wet ingredients, yes, I I used my KitchenAid mixer to mix it. Uh, that was because we didn't even hear that, so it's pretty quiet. Okay, thank you. Um. You didn't hear my mixer or you didn't hear me say yet? I'm so sorry. I didn't hear you say mix. I didn't hear your mixer. No. Oh, I have the original sound on. I don't know. Here, tell me if you can hear it now because we're mixing the chips. Now I can, yes, but yeah. Yeah, thanks. Did you hear that? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I use my KitchenAid, it is pretty quiet, unless I'm beating really high, but this one I haven't had to beat really high. So, yep. Thanks, Danette. All right, Lucy. Okay, two things. I wonder, could you make, <laughs> I don't know how this would taste, but could you make these with either milk chocolate or some other kind of chocolate chips? Because I don't like white chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You can use whatever chocolate you want. I don't like milk chocolate, and these were made with white chocolate. But yes, you could use the Heath bars, toffees in them. You could use dark chocolate. You could use pumpkin spice chips. I do have some of those because oh, I didn't October. know they had them. Oh wow! Yeah, I stock up in October on them, and like in winter time, if you're really lucky, you can find the peppermint oh, wow. chips. Yeah. Um, so I I keep a full stock cupboard of chocolate chips and frosties based on mm. the season yeah. because. In the summer, you can get pink lemonade, key lime pie, but you can't get them all year. So, um, yeah, so you can use whatever chips you want. I just uh, the recipe called for white chips, and I like white chips, and you know how I feel about chocolate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> chocolate and then, cows, not my friends. The second thing is vanilla. I, yeah. uh, I know 
I don't need this discussion, but some people might. I know a lot of people use vanilla ex extract, and I think that stuff should be banned. <laughs> no, I, I love real vanilla. And, yeah. I, I, you know, some people try to, you know, what, what, can you tell us, like, what, what's the difference between the two? Yeah, I would love to tell you the difference. I do not use vanilla extract uh -uh. ever. Never. Never, ever, ever. Um, I, okay, so vanilla extract is very, it's like fake. And it's, um, actually, we should probably, you know, wait, let's, let's ask Echo. Because instead of me giving wrong stuff, but I like the pure vanilla. It costs a little more. You can make your own vanilla by getting vanilla beans and soaking them in vodka. It takes five months, but you can make it. But let's let's find out the difference. Hey, Echo, what is the difference between vanilla extract and real vanilla? According to an Alexa Answers contributor. The difference between the two is that vanilla flavor is not made with alcohol and therefore cannot be labeled as an extract. Um, Interesting. <laughs> I didn't even know that real vanilla was made with alcohol. Yeah, so I learned that on a call, one of our calls that we had in the community. Um, you take vanilla beans because I did this to, I got whipped cream vodka, whipped cream vodka, and um, I put you put vanilla in it. And then you let it sit for like months, like three, four months, kind of like when you make limoncello, you have to let it sit for a really long time. Um, I, I'm not a big drinker. I just know how to make things and I use alcohol in my cooking. That's my disclaimer. Um, <laughs> um, not endorsing alcohol or not alcohol. I just, yeah. Um, so yeah, vanilla extract one is like a lot of alcohol and one is not. And one is a flavor and one is not. Kind of like the flavors, you can go buy like watermelon and grape and wow. you can buy those at Michael. So yeah, I guess that's the difference. But I don't use the um, the fake ones. We buy yeah. the real ones that cost more. And I, I, I get, I have Madagascar, I have Mexican, I have... I, I have like different flavor vanillas for different things because they're richer and have different flavors. Well, thanks. Does That's that, interesting. Does that help? Cool. Yeah. Yeah. There's one place. Um. Uh, there's some places, and it's on the web. I shop for a lot of my spices and vanillas through this company called Penzies. Um. So yeah. 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 I know that place. <laughs> I love it. And you have one near you, and I we forgot to go. So I'm very, when I was traveling, I was going to go, but I forgot. Okay. I just go online. <laughs> yeah, me too. And it's it's great. Yeah. Okay. Um, so now, um, Herbie, time check. It is just past 1030 your time. Uh-oh. Okay. So I'm going to start scooping this mixture. It's drop dough by rounded tablespoon, two inches apart on an ungreased cookie sheet. Right. So let's talk about the, well, well, as we're doing it here, I don't know where to put the phone. Okay. You hold the phone for me. Thanks. Okay. So I got phones because I need cook. I need a scooper, but I don't have it. So I'm going to take these and put them on the cookie sheet. Um, today I'm using my parchment paper. I'm not using my silicone pads. Silicone pads are great. If you want to use those butter sheets to butter the bottom of your cookie thing, I would do that. Normally I would do this by hand, but what are you moving? I did for? Move the stuff. You touched it because I was holding it so it would stay in Please place. Don't hold it. Um, yeah, usually it's not this wet. This is a very wet batter. 
So I'm taking one spoon and dropping it with another spoon. Okay, this is not working very well. Did that work okay? Well, your first one did, but your second one is like only half a cookie. I'm just going to do it with my hands. It's going to be wet. So, um, yeah. yeah. Just, you know what? You're not, it's fine. That's what washing hands are for. Okay. <laughs> Any other questions? I found for cookies, I, I need to get a scooper. Let's just be honest. I need to get a scooper, but everyone I've used doesn't really work. So if anyone has scooper tips, that'd be great. This is very wet. So um, I like to make a big blob in my hand and pull it apart. And then, yeah, this is very wet. These are wet cookies, by the way. spread apart yeah so okay any questions is anyone else going to make these after listening to this recipe maybe okay yeah. so we do have some raised hands oh goody let's do those i my hands are wet so i'm gonna let you call on them yep okay lucy you are up liz you are on deck all right, for scooping a batter like that, I have um, a coffee scoop that oh. is rounded, and it's probably a little bit over a tablespoon, maybe maybe four teaspoons instead of three. I don't know. Anyway, I will use that, and I'll do like a heaping heaping coffee scoop of cookie batter, and yeah. it comes out really good. Um, because it's it's hard to use that wet batter in just your hands. I think it's it's <laughs> kind of hard to yeah. Okay, you have them all for that. You get enough. Yeah. So I take the phone down. Take this over to oven. It's very wet with wet. Yeah, you could use cups too. Like if you get a nice cup set that's a small, like a third cup or a quarter cup. Oh, that's too much though. I think it is. It is. Yeah, but those yeah. those little coffee scoops they work really well. I swear they do. <laughs> Just saying. Oh, the little coffee scoop that comes in coffee. Yeah, and the oh, rounded yeah. ones. They're they're they look like a a large tablespoon kind of, and like I said, it's like four teaspoons maybe instead of three in a tablespoon, and it's rounded. So the, yes. yeah, yeah, it works. I, I remember that from my grandpa's coffee. I'm not a coffee drinker, so I forgot about those. Mm-hmm. I love yep. it. That's a yeah. If anyone has an extra coffee scoop from their coffee drinking, please send it to me. Uh, <laughs> get my address from ACB Cooks or give it to me at convention. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'll see if I can bring you one. <laughs> Thanks, Lucy. <laughs> All right. Up next, we have Liz and Nifty Nancy. You are on deck. Hey ho. Okay. Um, a couple of things. First of all, those coffee scoops are great. Lucy's right. And check your dollar store. You can probably get one for about 50 cents. They're around all over the place. So they're great. And the other thing I would suggest is if you've got wet cookie dough like that, make sure you've got a lot of room between your cookies or you will wind up. Ma'am, ma'am, hold on one second. I need, I, um, can you touch the middle of the screen so my voiceover stops talking? Okay. Thank you. Hi, sorry. Okay. So um, the coffee scoops are great. Um, they cost about 50 cents somewhere. You can get them all over the place. So sometimes they've got them in stores next to the coffee and they give them away. So Really? Okay, I will. And the other thing is, um, if you've got wet batter, 
put your wet batter far apart or you will get one giant cookie. Um, <laughs> yeah. Over here. I would personally reduce some of the sugar and maybe use a shot of molasses to get that flavor if you want. I wouldn't use the black strap because it's really strong. But for people particularly who are diabetics, you could manage with less sugar. Oh, yeah. You could also use half oil and half butter or even more oil and, le and less butter for the creaming, but be aware that that will make your batter even wetter. So you may have to add a little additional flour or something. So that would be the healthy twist on that one. If you can I like that. Thank you. You can also use whole wheat cake flour. Whole wheat cake flour is very finely ground compared to regular whole wheat flour. One over here. Hi, Al. I'll talk to you. I'm here. <clears throat> I'm here. Okay. I got to go. You need a little more in that one. But whole wheat cake flour is good. Awesome. Thank you so much. And a little more in this one here. Okay. All right. Nifty Nancy, you are up. Jonathan, you are on deck. Oh. I'm probably put these two in the yeah, oven. Okay, so <clears throat> I'm definitely going to be uh, definitely want to make these uh, cookies. So um, last time I got the email, I don't know, I must have put it in wrong because I sent the email to subscribe to the cooks list so I could get all these wonderful recipes, and uh, it didn't. It came back undeliverable, so I'm not sure what I did wrong. Um, but uh, I definitely want to get these recipes. And are the other ones that have been done in previous calls, are they archived up there somehow? Um, are they archived? Some of them, yeah. So um, I don't know how we have them archived. I, I'm sure um, through ACB Cooks, um, we send them out and they're archived that way. Um, I guess if you emailed, we could probably get you, we would probably get you definitely the recipe um because it just stays in the email list so yeah so i will mention that because this call is being streamed it will show up in the acb rotation and mm -hmm. i also am making an archive since i'm streaming it as well and we will um find a way to get it to you and the mm -hmm. uh, yeah because there's, <laughs> yeah. there's other things i know you guys have cooked in the past that i have want recipes for too but i don't know you know just I think everything we, we should, yeah, we should make a place for that. Or maybe we should work on a cookbook. I don't know. That's a good idea. Yeah. We will, um, I, um, the recipe for this isn't, well, the exact ingredients are in the daily schedule. I will post this recipe today in the, the neighborhood. Is it called the neighborhood or the lounge? The ACB the community. Facebook the community. Page. Thank you. The community. <laughs> I don't, <laughs> yeah, I need I don't to know. Them, I, need to get I don't know what it's Facebook called. I just go to the Facebook. I, yeah. Shoot. I need to get to that Facebook page. Thank God. Okay. <laughs> or you could, um, I would just suggest emailing acbcooks at um, gmail.com or subscribe to that list. Yeah. That's what I want to do. Because okay. then you'll get Herbie's and Courtney's and Carrie's and my recipes. And then there's some bonus stuff and bonus tips as well that are really helpful. Oh, yay. Yay. There you go. That's how you do it. In the chat. At ACB Cooks. At, um, I'm so bad at that. Um, yeah. Can I'll, someone I'll... 
read what the chat just said. ACB cooks plus subscribe <laughs> at <you>. groups.io. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Lucy. <laughs> I'm really bad with computers, yeah. I'm really good at organizing things, fundraising, cooking, but the computer thingies, I not my favorite thing. No problem, Janine. <laughs> Thanks, man. I can't wait okay, to taste these cookies. I want these cookies. cookies. So we do have one more raised hand. Okay, yes. I got to put these cookies in. We'll get to that. I'm going to put the cookies in. I'm going to use Herbie's method and not um, pull it out and just shove it in. Oh, that's scary. Okay. Now the bottom shelf. I'm pulling out the rack. I'm going to put these cookies. I did two trays. Okay, we'll talk about the oven in a minute. How many minutes do I need to Oh, 20 minutes? That's a lot of minutes. Well, that wasn't Echo. Echo. Set timer for 21 minutes. We're in trouble today. Yep, yes. Hi, Jonathan. Hello. Can you use an ice cream scooper for scooping the dough onto that tray? Too big. What did you say, Jonathan? I'm so sorry. So he's asking if you can use an ice cream scoop for uh, scooping the cookies. That's too big, Jonathan. Yeah. Um, but I'm I, just saying, if it's wet, because that's why I was wondering, but it might be too big. Yep. Well, if you want big cookies, then yeah. But I was trying to make them smaller, and they have Okay, smaller. if you make it smaller, it will not work, yeah. Well, you can use a small cookie scoop or a melon baller. Yes. But, but the one ice I had didn't work. you can use your... I think the measuring cup. Yeah, that's I, I've done that before, but today I just uh, did it with hands. Okay. So yeah, I would suggest that. But yes, ice cream scoop is a little too big. Um, I guess yeah. you, you could. Yeah, sometimes with the wet one, some things stick inside. I use the cupcake yes. for cupcakes, but I've learned also to put cupcakes in a Ziploc bag and then squeeze uh -huh. them into the different holes because for me... Okay. That's much easier. Yeah. All right. All right. Thanks. And Liz has her hand raised again. I hey, was sure. Hey there. Make sure you spread your cookies way out, particularly if you're using like large cookies. I would make smaller cookies. Really, I would get the coffee scoop. They're like they're really cheap. Um, yeah. And I if that fails, get a large tablespoon measure and do that. But there's lots of things that have small little measure things sometimes you can get them like liquor store things but those roundy cookie the roundy coffee things are just perfect for this melon ballers or the round coffee thing and the melt the coffee thing is much cheaper than buying a melon baller because they've got serrated edges and all that mm -hmm. hot stuff yeah it's um, true it's really the, the coffee things often are just given away and they're really readily available. So just look around the stores or something and you'll be able to find one. I mean, I'll bet Walmart's got them for nothing. Um, I'll look for that. Free. The other thing is, what temperature are we doing this at? 300. 300 seems exceedingly low to me. I don't, it I, does. I don't it does. understand that. I don't know where you got that recipe, but that seems appallingly low for a cookie. Cookies are usually at 350 and they're usually yeah. 15 minutes. 
Yeah. Um, so I got this recipe from all recipes and I checked with the person who made them because she gave me a nice big tin of two dozen. And I'm like, are you sure? And she's like, that's the recipe I used. And I said, okay. I don't because- know. That seems, I've never seen anything at 300 except like meringues or something. I don't know. Normal cookies, like applesauce cookies, which is another mm-hmm. one of those things we use wet stuff. Those yeah. could be at 350 for 12 to 15 minutes as well, but I don't know. Try find out what happens. You'll know soon. I'll know soon. We'll see. And if no. this doesn't work, I still have more and I can play with the temperature so, and the, the whole time. Whole wheat pastry flour is really a good thing. And what you get with whole wheat pastry flour is the advantage of the whole wheat, which is a little more fiber. But the other thing is it makes for really nice chewy cookies. So people started doing this with oatmeal cookies and apple and um, and making, um, you know, like chewy peanut butter cookies and things. So you get this nice chewy texture with your with your chips. I also would not use chocolate chips because chocolate chips and pumpkin like don't work for me. I would tend to use nuts and or raisins but if i use the raisins i would again cut way down on the sugar because the raisins add so much sugar so the other thing you could try using i don't know if this would work as well because they're kind of bigger but you could put in frozen cranberries and you might mm-hmm. end up with something that's more like a scone i'm not sure what the real yeah. difference is oh here's my other question you've got baking soda in there Usually with baking soda, you need something acidy to make the baking soda work. And I didn't notice anything acidy in here. No yogurt, no sour milk. No. I don't understand how what makes the baking soda work. Me either. I I don't know. I didn't practice this one. I, have I you maybe made this should've... recipe? Okay, so this is your I first not time on the recipe. I, I have not made this one before. I just had the cookies and I'm like, hey, we're going to try that. Cool. No, that's all right. So we're all learning together. I, we are. Um, I, I usually try it first, um, but I just decided, hey, I, we'll just figure it out hey, together. That's all right. That's all right. That's all right. And actually, the secret thing, a lot of canned, that's labeled, stuff that's labeled as canned pumpkin is actually smashed up, mashed up butternut squash. So when you buy that, they claim it's pumpkin, but in fact, a lot of it's butternut squash so if you are one of those people mm-hmm. who bake your own butternut squash you could probably do this with butternut squash i've never done that but hey go for it yeah that i i i've learned that too yeah <laughs> i love pumpkin and i know that it's march and usually pumpkin season is you know august through december or september through december but we can have pumpkin all year but butternut like- squash is eternal you can get them everywhere so Right. If you wanted to roast your own, you could probably do that. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, I'm going to get on top of that little coffee scoop thingy. Um, I will go to a tea store because they'll have them there. Or Walmart. I'll try. I'm going to try to find one because that's very useful for me. They have them in Kool-Aid too, I think, or Tang, but I don't drink that stuff. I just remember them. Okay. Um, Next, Herbie, are there more questions? There are currently no raised hands. Okay. So I want to talk about the oven really quick and baking cookies in the oven. Um, My oven has two racks in it. Um, I have a friend who has, he's very lucky, has five racks. of. So we make cookies very quickly when we're there. But uh, 
this oven has two racks and me, I have oven mitts that go all the way up my arm and I bought them from a restaurant supply store. You can buy the barbecue grilling mitts, um, but these are like restaurant and I feel very safe. So I grab my shelf and I pull it out and then I set my tray on it in the middle and then I push it in with my hand even when it's hot but that's me there's a method where you can um, do it cold and um, put your cookies and things in cold but then you have to take uh, time for when the oven is going to heat up you can just put your tray in and and feel for the shelf if you're comfortable for that um I've been baking a while and at first when I lost my sight, it was very challenging to use my oven, but now I have, I don't have as many problems as I did. So that is how I do my racks. I know other people do their oven cooking differently, but I use both hands when I pull things in and out. Um, yeah. I use parchment paper and silicone paper on my cookie sheets or else if I'm really feeling fancy I'll use the parchment paper and butter but that's a lot of work and the, the parchment papers I can use a couple times and then throw them away so I don't have to wash things as thoroughly I wash them but it just doesn't stick as much so yeah so awesome any other questions maybe we should go over the restaurant or you have any other cooking type questions or measuring questions or tips for mixing. Um, we all need a good tip here and there. Or where do you shop for your kitchen gadgets? I love kitchen gadgets. Mm -hmm. Polly Dean is a great shop to shop at. And just so you know, you have 10 minutes. Yeah, my cookies will not be done in 10 minutes. Unfortunately, I'm very sad about that. Um, so we'll see how this goes when the timer goes off. Thanks, Herbie. I thought the time was less. Or I should have taken, I should have mixed faster. That That's what I should have done. Mixed faster so there was more time in the future. Okay, so next week, um, I think we will doing um, mini quiches or big quiche. So that's what we are cooking next week because I promised a friend that that's what we would be doing on Wake, Make, and Bake. Is there anything anyone else would like cooked or baked or made in this morning call? I'm open to suggestions. Okay. Not a very talkative group this morning. Yeah, they're quiet today. That's okay. It's early. For some people, it's 7 a.m. Jonathan does have his hand raised. Okay. Hey, Jonathan. Daphne, can you go over the ingredients of the cookie you made? Yes, I would love to. Okay. So the dry ingredients are two and a half cups of flour, um, one teaspoon of pumpkin pie spice, a quarter teaspoon of baking soda. Then the wet ingredients are one and a half cups of brown sugar, one cup of pumpkin, two sticks or one cup of butter, um, two eggs, one tablespoon vanilla, uh, 
and one bag of white chocolate chips. Okay, I think I think the reason why there's no acidic with that baking soda, it will expand in the oven when you bake it. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, usually we put salt, and I apologize. Yeah, salt, but I'm just thinking it might expand in the oven when it comes out. Maybe I do use salted butter, so maybe that would. I don't know. We'll we'll see. This is a trial. We'll find out when you take it out from the oven. (laughs) Exactly. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Jonathan. Welcome, Chef Janine. Chef Janine. Um, I was gonna say I was gonna say something, but I forgot, so it's okay. Um. Again, for dry and wet ingredients, I use the um, the plastic for wet, not plastic. Uh, you can get it plastic or you can get it Pyrex. I found there really is a slight difference when you measure wet ingredients and dry ingredients. I never really knew that until like a, the past year or so. It, it, there's a little slight difference in that. So, yeah. Um, Any other questions or comments? Does anyone else have good pumpkin recipes, cookies? I have never really had pumpkin cookies unless they're oatmeal pumpkin. So this is new for me. I'm not very, I I don't usually do wet cookies. I do dry cookies and a lot of cookies you roll and you have to chill the dough. Maybe if we chilled the dough, it would have made it harder. Oh yes. I was going to say, I apologize to the diabetics. Um, In the future, I'm going to try to research to talk about alternatives instead of sugar, like honey or raisins or got like something in the future, like also for the gluten-free people um, or people with dietary needs, I'm going to kind of look into that and say, hey, if you don't want to use all-purpose flour, you can use whole grain flour or you could use this. So I apologize that I didn't do that this time, but in the future, I'm going to be more inclusive and uh, do that because I I appreciate when people do that for me. Um, When I go to cooking classes or cooking calls and I have to find an alternative to cow. So I will help find alternatives for y'all. Any questions, comments? These cookies stay just until they're set. Oh, these cookies stay until they're set. Oh, that's how you know they're done. Okay, so I didn't know that part of the recipe. Uh, I don't remember reading that, but I guess it says till they're set. I I should have had the person who made them for me give me some more tips on them. I should have asked her, but I just was like, I'm going to try these because they're really good. I, I got them right before I went on vacation, and I took them on vacation with me. Oh, let's talk about cookies and when you make cookies. So when you make cookies and you take them out of the oven, you take them out and you let them cool for you like have five, five or minutes. ten minutes. Okay, cool. Five. Um, when you take the cookies out of the oven, I highly, highly, highly suggest 
because this is what I do. Um, so your cookies don't get stale and old. And who wants to eat week old cookies? I don't. Um, so take your cookies out of the oven and for five, after five or 10 minutes or however long, maybe within an hour after they've cooled, put them in some kind of container, a Tupperware, um, a Rubbermaid, um, you know, a Sterlite, whatever. Tupperware or airtight container you have, a canister, like if you save a canister from when you bought cookies before, save those, um, or a Ziploc bag, a freezer Ziploc bag. So you'll take your cookies and you'll freeze them. Now you can portion them and put three or four cookies in a bag and have portions, or you can just put them all in a big gallon size bag. And that way your cookies are frozen. Now maybe save like, cause right now this is making three dozen. I don't need three dozen cookies. I'll save like a dozen cookies or if that. So I also like them very fresh. So I will take my cookies and I will freeze them. And then when I go to school later this week, I will take like three cookies and put them in a small snack size Ziploc bag. And by the time it's time for me to have my cookie snack at lunchtime or whatever, those cookies will be defrosted and they will be fresh baked right out of the oven. So that's one way to have fresh baked cookies. You freeze them right away, like right after you make them. You could maybe put them on the cookie sheet if you have room in your freezer, just put them in your, I would suggest letting them cool a little bit, but you could put them if you have a big enough freezer to just put the cookie sheet in and freeze them that way. So that's um portion control and also freezing the cookies so they're fresh when you take them for yourself later. And they're also good to mail to friends or give to friends. Um, if you freeze them before you mail them to your friends and your friends live, I don't know, I'm in Florida, I have friends in Michigan and Texas and California. If I freeze them, then they last a little longer. Okay, any quick questions? Because we don't have very many minutes. Okay, so this was make, wake, make, and bake. Uh, I'm so sorry that we didn't get to try them. I can open the oven and see how they are, but I'm pretty sure they won't be done. Like, <laughs> cakes take a long time to cook. This cookies are taking a long time to cook. Next week, we'll do quiche um, in some form, and I will get the ingredient list out. And yeah, that'll be really fun. I love quiche. Quiche is so yummy. It's a good meal. <laughs> And it lasts. So, yeah. Okay, Herbie, what's my time? Your time is 10.58. Okay. Oh, okay. 10.58. Okay, so I guess if there's no other questions or no... Actually, I have one minute. So let's go open the oven and see what they are doing. One minute, we can check it. We'll go really quick. Hopefully, I won't burn anything. All right, here's my glove. Ask Echo how much time is left. Oh, Echo, how much time is left on the timer? You have three minutes. Oh, three minutes. Yeah, I took a little bit too long to make these. Sorry, y'all. Okay, I'm opening it, and I'm going to touch it with my finger. Um, oh, you are they done? Um, oh, I would leave them for a couple minutes. Okay, so let me tell you, they got a little hard. Um, so they did get hard, and they're they're not done. 
They're still a little wet, but they do feel like cookies. They do feel like cookies. So there we go. It's, it's 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock your time. Okay. Successful pumpkin chip cookies. Thank you, ACB. Thank you, KKMX The Mix. Thank you, everybody, for coming. I'll catch you next week. I'm Janine. Ciao, y'all.